Hello and welcome to the Euro What, episode number 93 for the week of August 31st, 2020. I'm Mike McComb and I'm joined today by Ben Smith. Hey Ben. Hey Mike. We are a pair of Americans trying to make sense of the Eurovision Song Contest. And this week, we'll be starting the conversation about Eurovision 2021. Happy New Year, Ben. Happy New Year, Mike. Ah, oh, we did it. We got through 2020. It's all yeah, done. Yeah, we are It's in now 2021. 2021. Yes. Yes. Oh, I'm so glad that we had the exact same bit planned for the opening of this. Yes. It's like, hey, it's no longer 2020 anymore, except wait, no, it is. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that year just felt like all of the years, but it's a new year now. Yes, it's it new year now. It needs to be new, please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, like, on the plus side, like I think I've mentioned this on the show before, but there's something about being in Boston when September hits, mm. where just maybe it's just all the colleges or just all of the moving trucks precariously moving towards Storer Avenue. Mm. There's a chill in the air, and I want to buy school supplies, and I want to get new shoes. Yes. Because back to school, even though... I'm not even going back into the office anymore. Like, what am I going to do, Mike? Uh, well, I mean, you can still get shoes. I, I, I don't know yeah, where you would I, wear them, I, I am, but... <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm overdue for a new pair of Chucks. Uh, yeah, I, I got a new pair of Chucks back in December. And uh, yeah, they're, they're still in great condition, uh, which is sad. Um, <laughs> anyway, on to more optimistic things. Yes, uh, Eurovision. Yeah, Eurovision 2021 is here. Yes, uh, but before we get into all of the new stuff for the new year, I uh, just kind of want to check in on the mailbag and uh, also some Eurovision in the wild. Uh, it was kind of a full summer of random Eurovisionness. Just just it popping up in the weirdest of places. Yes. Uh, so in our last episode, we were talking about the American Song Contest, and uh, we pl- we plugged in audio from uh, Evan uh, in the last episode, and like. Pulling back the curtain a little bit, that audio came in after we had recorded. So if it seemed like it just popped in out of nowhere, it kind of did. Yeah, like I was listening back to our show as I as I do again, as long as we're revealing the curtain. Yes, I do listen to our program. Oh yeah, I um, do too. Yeah. <laughs> because, well, mostly just because I want to be like, okay, so d- did Mike cut that bit? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, you did. You were a very <laughs> gracious editor, Mike. But yeah, I was just like, oh, this is new. And it was great. Yeah. I love that we, we have implemented a sound off thing and people are already sounding off. Yes. And you can find the sound off feature uh, on our website at uh, eurowhat.com. Uh, and I, I think Evan did bring up some really good points about comparing this to the Eurovision movie and uh, all of the sturm and drong and anxiety. And yeah, I mean, I think I think that is a fair point. And mm-hmm. it, it was kind of funny. Uh, like, I didn't watch any of the political conventions because I... Because take I value care of my, my mental, mental health, health right now. Yes. Like, it's already, like I'm already hanging by a thread most days. So like mm-hmm. I don't need to just like actively depress myself more. Right. Right. But uh, I mean, I'm still I was still checking Twitter because uh, even I can't follow my own advice a lot of the time. <laughs> and but it seemed like when they were doing the I don't even know what part of the convention it was. Was it when they were like each? It was state they were was... doing the the delegates for. Uh, the the Democrat National Convention, mm-hmm. and they did a wonderful thing this year. Is they took advantage of the fact that we're all remote and like had each state do, like they had like a spokesperson and they had like a nice little placard in the background. And not as many states as I would have liked to mm-hmm. took advantage of that to like do. Here is a national thing, like the one that ev- that was popping up everywhere was Rhode Island, where they had like somebody with a plate of Rhode Island style fried calamari in the background. Oh yes, 
Yes. I don't think anybody said thank you, Milwaukee, for a wonderful show, uh, <laughs> which would have been hilarious. But Which um, would have been great. We would have caught that immediately. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it seemed like Twitter, uh, like a, a lot of Twitter that wouldn't really know anything about Eurovision, at least judging by my feed and like the people I know, like mm-hmm. they seem to really respond positively. And they're just like, oh, this is a really cool way of presenting things. It's like, all right, that that's a point in. Oh, yeah. No, just like absolutely sort of and absolutely bring out this, like trot out all of the state symbols. Yeah. On my end, just paying attention to Eurovision Twitter, uh, a lot of people picked up. Oh, hey, our 12 point, the 12 points from North Dakota go to our good friend, South Dakota. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Scott Reed, who I see frequently on things like Eurovision again, mm-hmm. but th- that just made my day seeing that. Yes, yes, and it's just like ah, uh, obvious points booing Claxon. So yes. <laughs> I'm still not a hundred percent convinced that uh, the American Song Contest is going to work, but at least there's some potential ideas out there that uh, could make it work so I'm, I'm a little bit more optimistic than i was uh two weeks ago exactly and, and just thinking of one other thing that that evan said about about the eurovision movie and how that's been received elsewhere i saw a comment on stereo gum one of the music sites i follow mm-hmm. in a thread about bjork doing some concerts sponsored by iceland airways that have now been moved to next year oh yes uh there was a bjork play ya ya ding dong joke <laughs> so <laughs> That 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 bit is popping up everywhere. So so yes, lesson learned. I would like to hear her cover of that. I think it would be pretty interesting. Um. Well, well, that and or I and or I would like to see the glare that she gives the person who requests it, and as it just melts their flesh. Yeah, I saw her in concert. Oh, I guess maybe like twelve years ago at this point. And yeah, I think there was somebody who was like taking flash photos in the front row, and like in the middle of whatever song, she just went no, and uh, then I think security uh, uh, went to talk to them. But it was just like, oh, okay. I imagine that probably being her reaction only um sterner i don't know <laughs> just like ben why were you banned from iceland yeah well so <laughs> it's not fun just for that story yeah. grandchild yeah. <laughs> fun story grandchild <laughs> oh goodness so yeah i guess that uh like other eurovision stuff in the wild that happened i heard the mamas at my gym which was totally unexpected i do orange theory so it's just music all the time during like a one hour workout or whatever and at the end there's just this cool down uh section and i don't think the coach like catered this playlist i think they just pulled it off of uh like i think they have a set of playlists or or it might have just been like a radio dj type setup on spotify i I don't know how any of this works uh but yeah i'm just like stretching my arms and i'm just hearing wait why do i know this song and it was just going into the hook of move and it was just like (laughs) what 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 okay and like i mean it's a really good cool down song but at the same time it's just Mm -hmm. like how is this happening and it's just like did did john know uh john the coach but it's um yeah it was just really random and and disorienting like the, the same thing happened at when i heard ireland's and 2018 entry at starbucks where it's just like what 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 is going on like am i being watched so is this candid camera why is it only for me yeah yeah i'm just like wow uh, but but yeah well i mean if i were pulling together a gym playlist and looking for new things and trying to figure out okay what are things that I do in the gym? Move. Mm-hmm. Yes, let's take move into Spotify and see what pops up. That would be smart. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I should put together a Eurovision gym playlist. I, I, 
<laughs> that could be a lot of fun. Although, uh, yeah, it, knowing that every song is three minutes, it could kind of get into your head in terms of like timing things. I don't know. I've already put way too much thought into this. So. <laughs> On the other hand, it's great for doing intervals. Exactly. Yes. What else has been going on? Oh, yeah. Uh, so Alexander Reebok and I may end up being neighbors at some point. Uh, <laughs> uh, That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently he is enrolling at uh, Columbia College in Chicago to get his MFA in music composition for the screen. Um, so that's kind of random. I always joke about Chicago being the smallest town in America because uh, even though there's like 8 million people here, like it's very easy to just randomly run into people in completely different neighborhoods than where you normally are. Uh, I don't know. Kind of like how we ended up randomly meeting the the team from 12 points. We're just like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. just happened yeah, to be in so town. We, we, so. both, we both happened to be in town. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like I, I would not be I would not be shocked if Alexander just ended up being at my gym uh, one day and just be like, oh, OK, sure. Uh, <laughs> of course, this was be going cool, to Mike. Be cool. Yeah. 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 Although I'm kind of a haul from uh, Columbia College, so it would be inconvenient on his part. So uh, but like I said, smallest town in America. So <laughs> He's trying to get away from campus, Mike, where everybody knows that he's the Eurovision superstar mm-hmm. looking to make good yeah. in America. Meanwhile, on, on my side of the Eurovision in the wild, mm-hmm. you, you had move at your gym. I had uh, Demi Lovato and the Eurovision movie in my crossword. Oh, really? Yeah. So uh, in addition to a number of crosswords I solved, because I am a nerd, The New Yorker has, I think, one of the, the best regular crosswords comes out monday wednesdays and fridays the monday one is very hard the friday one is is their their easy one and on friday august 21st demi lovato was the clue that they highlighted because they always highlight one of the clues for the puzzle and it mentioned the eurovision movie in that clue and i thought that that was very nice yeah yeah i mean especially if you're just trying to get to demi lovato because there there are so many ways that you can go to that and yeah mm-hmm. well yeah like and i i think that that demi pops up a lot just and demi lovato in particular because it's a nice way to clue demi mm-hmm. uh and it's nice to have a new angle to clue that i i know many friends who construct and anytime that you have a new way to clue the word oreo they are always very happy Aha. So- <laughs> and then what was hilarious to me though is that you were the one who tweeted about it you were the one who like that that is my domain but you were the one you had beaten me to a tweet by the time i noticed it i i i panicked i, I saw it in my google alerts and it was just like oh, crossword they gotta do it <laughs> <laughs> gotta do it go 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 yeah, yeah no yeah. i, I so. tr- trust that impulse mike. trust that impulse mike have you watched canada's drag race i have not um yeah i've, I've kind of taken okay, a break is... from drag race but I, I see the clips floating online because like if you see my twitter it's it's all drag race mm-hmm. so <laughs> like, i completely understand being kind of burnt out on this because there is so much product lately mm-hmm. uh but the canadian version is very scrappy and i like that a lot okay uh, and anyways, one of the one of the themes was Night of a Thousand Celines. Okay. And I was very pleased to see that one contestant, Rita Baga, uh, did Eurovision Celine. Ooh. Everybody like a lot of people did very glamorous Celines because in the in the most recent years she's become somewhat of a fashion plate. Mm-hmm. Uh, but somebody did a salute to to classic Celine and and came out in the 1988 outfit, which was a tearaway to a a post Eurovision 1989 performance outfit. Oh, nice! Yes, wow! It was a reveal. Yeah, that is a that is a look. 
huh. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm not sure. Like the judges clearly did not know that it was that it was a Eurovision thing. So once again, it was it was a moment where I'm like, this is exciting for me, but I'm not sure if this is for everyone. Mm, yeah, well, or that everybody understands this. Although they did show the photo of of 1988 Celine. Yeah, yeah, and like they they do show Eurovision in Canada, or they they have shown it in the past, and uh, like and the core audience they they know what's up. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I guess speaking of drag, uh, some, something that happened oh about a month or so ago, uh, one of our listeners, uh, Nitro Gnome, uh, was kind enough to design clothing for the game Animal Crossing with our logo on it. That came in and like I, I mean, I didn't actually scream, but I definitely typed Definitely type the word screaming when I sent you the link. Yeah, yeah. It was just, it was so completely unexpected and really adorable. Um, I've, I've not played yes, any it, Animal Crossing, but um, yeah, it was just like, oh, th- this I, actually I, I almost gives me my... the game. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, I, I know just from experience with past editions of Animal Crossing that it is not my flavor of video game, but I'm very excited that, that if it were... I could purchase a shirt with our logo on it. Yes, yes. So uh, we we will have a link to that uh, in our show notes, and it has the download code. Like I don't even know how it works. Like that that is how much I do not know about Animal Crossing, but it's so adorable. <laughs> so. It is. It is truly adorable. It looks like there are lots of different pod, Eurovision podcasts mm-hmm. merch available on Animal Crossing, courtesy yes. Nitronome. So. Support all of your favorite shows, but also support ours. Yes. And uh, when I was trying to track down the tweet earlier, uh, I was uh, scrolling through their feed and there's like a museum of Eurovision on their island. So super fan, super cool. Very, very pleased about that. Also in the world of video games, uh, Just Dance has started to announce what is going to be in their 2021 edition. The last couple of years, uh, the track lists have included Eurovision alumni. Uh, Netta's Toy was in the 2019 edition. Another Netta song was in the uh, 2020 edition. I think that one was uh, Bossa Sababa. Yeah, because it had the, the rhino head thing that was really creepy. Uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah, other Eurovision alumni have popped up uh, in the playlist. And uh, so far, they've only uh, announced about 10 songs uh, that'll be in uh, next year's edition. And one of them is the song Zenit by the group Onuka, uh, who uh, performed at the 2017 uh, Grand Final uh, in Ukraine. Uh, They were the interval act with the horns and the awesomeness. (laughs) I've talked about Anuka several times on this show, and it was really exciting to see that they're they're starting to hit the big time. They're in the video games now, and Lizzo's there too. Uh, but, uh, (laughs) um, But I'm a little concerned about the iconography it, the the song i can the instrumentation i can sort of understand why one might think it's japanese and that the band's name is anuka also sounds japanese they're not japanese they are ukrainian oh, no. the song has ukrainian lyrics like it it's oh, no. um just dance 2021 do one more google do one more google yeah, i beg of you yeah yeah so um there's video of uh like gameplay for uh that particular song and um it's a little problematic <laughs> but I'm, i am already making the grimacing emoji mike yeah yeah so um that that's a little disappointing but i'm i am thrilled that other people are going to get to experience the awesomeness that is Anuka. And uh, like I said, they've only released probably about 
a quarter of the playlist. Um, the, the game doesn't come out until I think it's November, some, sometime in November. There could be more Eurovision alumni popping up. I would not be surprised if Netta pops in there again, uh, either with Ricky Lake or Nana Banana or Who's What's It's what you do so <laughs> Put, think about things on there oh yeah that's that is the one that i am expecting uh i mean that like i would i would be surprised if it did not pop up there, yeah just given how beloved the world has found that song mm-hmm. and like it has a dance with it Come also on. it has a dance with it yeah Ooh, the graphics for that would be really cute too mm-hmm. uh make it happen just dance ubisoft i think it's ubisoft that makes the game so yeah, yeah do it so let's all yell at ubisoft <laughs> until they do this actually yes let's do that everybody let's tweet at ubisoft and get Dathy Frere <laughs> into just dance so uh, yeah. yeah i love a project writing it down right now all right so <laughs> and yeah the other thing that we usually talk about this time of year which we generally don't want to <laughs> talk about yeah america's got talent um has as Continued its season despite all of the challenges in our current climate. I think it involves drive-ins or something. I don't know. Like I said, we don't watch this show. We just we like, don't watch this program. Wikipedia. But apparently, just like Twinkies and cockroaches, it will not die. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Daniela Tulashova, uh, who represented Kazakhstan at the Junior Eurovision uh, in 2018. Uh, is a contestant this year, and she's actually advanced to the semifinals, uh, which are starting next week, I think. <laughs> Again, we do not watch this program. Yeah, we don't watch this program. We don't watch Junior Eurovision. Like, really, the only reason that we're like, mentioning this is because Junior Eurovision has been a feeder system the last couple of years, and like, she's been on Voice Ukraine. She's been on uh, other American competition show she was on cbs's the world's best their response to uh, america's got talent last year what what is time um but it would not surprise me if we see her at some national selection or internal selection in the next couple of years because uh she's definitely on that trajectory i think totally so. and like especially with you know again it's the time of year where there's a lot of chatter about who is debuting at eurovision mm-hmm. who is not debuting at eurovision and since it's New Year's Day, we can start to talk about that stuff. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Okay, so just to kick things off, as long as Kazakhstan's on the brain, uh, neither Kosovo nor Kazakhstan will be debuting this year. Uh-huh. They are still associate members of the EBU, so they would need to be invited, and they have not been invited. In fairness, everybody is very busy right now with the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. So many logistics to consider. So many spinning plates mm-hmm. to keep in the air so where are we right now in terms of setup looking at where things are right now 31 countries have said they're participating and in a rare uh bit of news for for this early in the process 19 artists are returning yay uh, <laughs> although we had, we, we had been paying attention to that this summer but yeah like st- at, at last count it was 19 uh, looking at the ones that are not necessarily guaranteed to be returning, the Roop have a fast pass in Lithuania. Ukasaviste in Estonia also has one of those for Estelau. Looking at who hasn't confirmed yet, Italy and the UK are still have not indicated whether they're participating or not. But looking at past years, they're usually fashionably late in doing those things. So it it does not shock me that we don't know if they're participating just yet. They probably are. Yeah, and like there there was news earlier this summer about a San Remo is going to be happening a couple of weeks later than it has uh, the last few years. Uh, it would still be within the 
eligibility window for Eurovision if they were going to use San Remo as their selection process. Uh, there's so many ifs with Italy because they just mm-hmm. like to do their own thing. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it could be Diodato who come, uh, comes back for Italy, or it could be somebody completely different, or it could be something completely external to San Remo. So they'll, they'll keep us on our toes, keep it interesting. Uh, it, exactly. It could uh, be Bugo. Of, <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and speaking of, of acts who follow the beat of their own drum, like Italy, and represent nations that are entirely surrounded by Italy, mm-hmm. uh, Sunit. Sunit is still on her freaky trip to Rotterdam. Mm. We noticed the first video. We watched the second video. Now there's a third video uh, because it is it is September 1st. Therefore, we get a new Sunit video. Hey. Uh, <laughs> she has just dropped Ding-A-Dong. Uh, my, Mike, my current theory on these videos is that there's just like a large lotto cage full of bingo balls in Sunit's house. Mm. And when it's time to make the video, she just spins the wheel and picks three balls at random. Because this month, uh, this month, our theme appears to be drag queens, uh-huh. superheroes, mm-hmm. and Bob Fosse. I think that tracks. Uh, <laughs> and I'll tell you yeah. why. Um, yeah, I uh, I have been to drag shows in Chicago that have pretty much had that theme. Not necessarily the Fosse part, uh, but I'm sure mm-hmm. there was Fosse influence that I may just not have picked up on. There may have been a top hat here or there, uh, but it was definitely a superhero theme. Uh, I also used to bowl uh, with a guy who uh, did drag and Wonder Woman is his idol. And um, yeah, as soon as we're done recording here, I'm posting the video on his Facebook because um, <laughs> I think he would really appreciate it. And Ding a Dong is such a bop. Oh, I love that song. Ding a Dong is Ding a Dong is a great song. I'm still thinking over how I feel about Sunit's cover of it, mm-hmm. but like, I feel like the more of these I watch, the more the, the the visuals and the song need to just be treated as separate as separate things. Because if you try to think about how they go together, it just hurts your brain. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just glad that she's found a hobby, like, while we're all sitting at home. Yeah. Yeah. And in fairness, this video dropped, I want to say, 45 minutes before we started recording tonight. So, (laughs) yeah, we're getting better and, like, making sure that the news happens before we record instead of after. So, yeah, Uh, we'll have a link to that video in the show notes. And, yeah, it's I think it might be my favorite of the three. It's the least objectionable of the three. <laughs> it's, it's, the one where, it's the one where there hasn't been like a stylistic choice where I go, is this is this bad? Uh, yeah, I mean there 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 could still be yeah. papers written about this. So um, she, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, no, there like, there is a dissertation waiting to happen. Yes, for somebody. Yep. Back to but school, not folks. For me. Yeah. So. yeah. I need I need to like I need to see like two more of these to start having cogent thoughts. There we go. Yeah. Well. Uh... <laughs> Anyways, so lots of artists already ready to go, mm-hmm. and like there are some nations that are already just like we've got our entry. And I'm just like, guys, sit down. It's September first. Yeah. It's September first. Calm down. Anyways, uh, Hoover Phonic, our favorites, Mike, mm-hmm. uh, have said that they are already ready to go, and what that means is that they have written 20 songs this summer, and one of them is probably the one. Oof. Yeah. I mean, how long does it take to write a song? Like, 20 seems like a like that's more than an album. That's like an album and a half. Mm-hmm. Well, on the on the other hand, like if you're writing an album, you want to have you want to have material to choose from, so you're going to yeah. write more than just than just the ten songs. Yeah. But and honestly, looking looking at a lot of the other nations right now, writing camps are happening. So mm-hmm. like they could just be doing a writing camp with like some some trusted collaborators. Because looking looking on the calendar, Bulgaria had a songwriting camp with the the Symphonics Collective folks. Mm-hmm. So that's Victoria, your Ben Dolich, Cesar Sampson. 
Sweden is doing a Melfest songwriting camp that had a lot of notable names. Sarah Don Finer, who said that she would not be performing, but was definitely writing. Oh. You just sort of, a, a lot of the usual crop that, that's popped up at Melfest in the last few years. Yeah. Elsewhere in the world, Montaigne is working on things and seems like she's cooking up a cracker of an entry. Uh, James Newman is hinting that he's working on things, whether they are Eurovision things or not, we don't know, but he's talking about doing things. Yeah. He's thinking about things, as it were. There we go. Yeah, which is also interesting, since, I mean, like, since we said that UK hasn't said one way or the other if they're participating, they're probably participating. Just indication that he may also be representing them again, which I wouldn't object to that. Um, Yeah, Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, we probably, probably won't know anything until... I'm going to say January, because that seems to be when UK mm-hmm. really actually gets the ball rolling on their Eurovision stuff. So it, It's like Eurovision season technically starts September 1st, but the UK would like to wait until January 1st when the regular year starts. Mm-hmm. I, I, I vibe with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and then finally, uh, Norway is thinking about what it's doing, and what it's going to do is potentially stick with the same format as 2020, <sighs> despite how that went. Yeah. <laughs> I guess Norway doesn't listen to our podcast. So <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. we now know which 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 delegations do not listen to the Eurowet and they are Norway. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, early in quarantine when we thought this was gonna be just like a fun month where we all sat at home, a friend of mine in, invited a bunch of different friend groups for like a party that they said was gonna kind of have like a talent show thing. We were encouraged to bring something. And I was like, cool, I'll do a thing, I'll talk about a thing, I'll figure out a quick presentation to do. Cut to 15 minutes before it was supposed to happen, I remembered, oh, crap, uh, and very quickly whipped up a set of slides. And my talent for the evening was explaining what, like, how Norway had ruined their their selection process in 2020. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it'll go better this time around. Yeah, like, like you know what? Like, they broke the internet last time, and they've learned to not do that this time. Yeah, I mean, they... Maybe. Yeah, I mean, they were pretty good at uh addressing the problems from the previous week so that uh they were they were able able to handle their server loads or whatever so presumably they won't break the internet this time since they've had what six months since uh they broke it last time i don't know mm-hmm. uh <laughs> i hope they're not on cloudflare because uh that that would be just, uh... <laughs> oh boy yeah but yeah just just oh no Oh, goodness. But I mean, at least this time, hopefully, they, if they will make sure that the demoscopic jury that's used as a backup watches the actual performances. Yeah, that seems like the easiest way of fixing things uh, is like that. That should definitely be part of the backup plan. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, and I don't know. I, I guess it is nice to know that there is going to be another selection process because, again, there's 19 out of 31 acts that have already been selected so it it would be nice to have something to talk about during selection season Mm -hmm. i do enjoy watching the national finals Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and like we've i guess we have the normal amount so far that we know of at this time like there's yes four five there's at least five something like that but Yeah. yeah like we, we will still have things to watch. Yes, yes. And and really, that's what matters. My Saturday afternoons need some TV time. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. What am I going to fold laundry to, Mike? Exactly. Yes, uh, the, these logistics are important. Um, but yeah, getting into the actual logistics for 2021, there's, I mean, there is a lot to consider with this year being canceled and them not wanting to go through that part of the process again. Uh, There was an interview with, in 
RTS, uh, which is uh, one of the Swiss broadcasters, I believe, that uh, was talking about the planning that is already underway for Eurovision 2021. Uh, and uh, they've got kind of a two-track plan happening, uh, sort of in parallel. But uh, track one is just assuming that it's just going to be your normal Eurovision year, business as usual, no restrictions, full steam ahead. Um, but of course, that's going to rely on a lot of pieces coming together that are well outside of Eurovision's control, such as uh, a vaccine and travel plans and all, all of that. So uh, they do have a second track in mind, and that's where the stuff about the uh, pre-recorded vocals are coming in other submission methods, that that sort of thing. But yeah, basically they're, they're working on a restricted plan that kind of takes into consideration what delegations can do if there are travel bans in place, uh, the way that they're kind of fluctuating right now uh, in Europe. And uh, they're watching how sports associations are handling travel during this time because like sports teams are competing and they're in bubbles and such. So trying to learn from that to kind of come up with a game plan. There's also like this third track that nobody really wants to discuss where it's just an all virtual Eurovision song contest. Um, So like (laughs) Eurovision over Zoom. They're not seriously considering that at this stage, which I think is fine. Like it's Mm -hmm. it seems like it's too early to kind of pull those. Yeah, it's a little too early, but good to have that in the back pocket. Yeah. I'm just very amused by the by like the mental image of a Eurovision bubble at Disney World. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man, but that would be so difficult. I mean, I'm partic- particularly thinking about like the smaller countries where it's just, like Eurovision is a significant part of their budget, and they'd be like, oh yeah, you can do Eurovision, but you have to quarantine for two weeks before you're able to go to rehearsals or however that would end up working. And just like, man, that would just be such an expense and mm-hmm. um yeah and uh i mean and there are also other considerations in place such as like rotterdam ahoy they've had to lay off like 40 percent of their staff because there haven't been any events this year oh uh, yeah no like that that type of event space relies on events for its yeah yeah so like there was no eurovision the Korfball league finals i just learned that Korfball was even a thing like maybe a month and a half ago and uh this is i like, learned about it a minute ago when you mentioned when you said the word Korfball. yeah yeah at, at, at first i thought it was uh a joke and then uh we've been watching only connect and there was a team that uh their connection was that they were all Korfball players and it was like surely you've made that up and then i looked up what Korfball was and it's like I was wrong. So, (laughs) Uh, but yeah, there have just been so many gaps in uh, Rotterdam Ahoy's schedule that, um, yeah, I mean, these sort of considerations have to happen. So, yeah, it's it's just kind of a wait and see approach for right now. But yeah, it's really difficult to look that far into the future. Which also makes trying to plan travel uh, very tricky. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember this time last year, it's like everybody was scrambling for hotels. And it's like, uh, maybe, uh, I I don't know. I mean, particularly us in our situation, because we might not be able to leave the country. So, (laughs) yeah, it's just like a fun, fun part about living in the U.S. right now. Just be like, cool. Yeah. So, um, but we did do uh, a whole bunch of Netherlands in the Eurovision Song Contest stuff uh, this time last year 
Uh, so if you want to go and revisit that episode, uh, it's number 61. Yeah, if, if, uh, if for some reason you've been under a rock and don't know anything about Rotterdam, episode number 61, although maybe... Uh, we'll have a link to the episode in the show notes. And um, yeah, I mean, it's I, I would say it's... 80% useful because there's a chunk of it where we're talking about episode 60. So like that, that part's not going to inform you. And then, yeah, there were some comments that were made that uh, have aged poorly. Um, see if you laugh now. Uh, so um, yeah, that, that is. Mike, one you know. of these days I'm going to get rid of this decorative monkey's paw. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that just, I keep in my taping room. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's the influence that we have We're we're now getting our news before we record we're throwing stuff out into the universe and then it happens. Um, we are your one-stop secret shop. So <laughs> is this what is this what influencers do? Because I don't like it. <sighs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Woo. Uh- <laughs> oh goodness. 2021, it's gonna happen. Uh that that seems to be the mission statement with the logistics <laughs> planning. Where it's like the 2021 contest is going to happen by hook or by crook. And Due to the passage of time, 2021 is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. Yes. Anything else? That does it. All right. So that is going to do it for this episode of the Euro What. Thank you for listening. The Euro What podcast is hosted by Mike McComb. That's me. And Ben Smith. That's me. You can subscribe to the You're What on the podcast app of your choice. And when you subscribe, leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing and help other Eurovision fans find us. You can contact us through our website at eurowhat.com and on social media at eurowhat. Next time on the eurowhat, Ben will be examining if there's potential double trouble for the axe trying again at Eurovision 2021. Find out what that means in two weeks. 